Guided Way Ministries Biblical Truth. In a rapidly growing colder world, here you will find an opportunity to a refreshing drink of living water and the bread of life. In this message, you will hear only the truth. And if you would not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for the revelation of the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you need your spirit uplifted, be willing to listen and listen with all your attention. What you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you will be blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. Understanding Creation Biblical Truth Genesis chapter 2 verses 10 through 17 Let us visit the first Old Testament book of the Bible in the passage of Scripture found in Genesis chapter 2 verses 10 through 14 to begin this episode. Genesis chapter 2 verses 10 through 14 Quote, And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pisan, that is it which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is Dalium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it which compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel. That is it which goeth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates." Let us take a little time to look at these four rivers mentioned in Genesis chapter 2, verses 10 through 14. First, I'll focus a little on the four different choices God set before the people. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15, quote, See, I have set before thee this day life and good, and death and evil, end quote. The first choice is the best choice to make and is mentioned first. If life is chosen, God will add good in there also. Both Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15, and Genesis chapter 2, verses 10 through 14 are in the same order and were put that way for a reason. Let us begin slowly reading through the four verses in Genesis chapter 2, verses 10 through 14 once again. But this time, understand the simplicity that is the path toward the first and best choice of the four. 1. Choice 1 is life. 2. Choice 2 is good. 3. Choice 3 is death. 4. Choice 4 is evil. Genesis chapter 2 verse 10 informs us about the first choice of life. The increase of wealth in gold beyond the wildest dreams and longevity comes with this choice. Precious stones like the dallium and the onyx stone are awaiting those who choose this option. And when we read in the passage of scripture found in the book of Revelations, it gives more insight into what this beautiful place looks like and where the gold and the stones are located. This first choice is like a treasure hunt. Only those willing to travel down a path less traveled will see this city. This choice is for the brave, the strong, and the courageous. Revelations chapter 21 verse 21. Quote, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass." End quote. 
The people who choose the second choice want everything to go right. They want everything in their life to be good. Those in this second category, if given the opportunity, would have never chosen wisdom over everything else. The opposite of the answer Solomon gave to the Lord. Second, Chronicles chapter 1 verses 11 through 12. Quote, and God said unto Solomon, Because this was in thine heart, and thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet has asked long life, but has asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people, over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like." End quote. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. Quote, For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. End quote. To choose the wisdom of God is to pick the first choice, everlasting life. Another example is Job. This man did not care if everything around him fell apart. His friends were against Job because they did not understand how bad things happened to good people. In addition to Job's friends going up against him, Job's wife, his intimate other half, his companion, she also suffered from what her husband was going through and knew better than anyone else his pain. But she didn't understand what was going on either. Job chapter 2 verse 10, quote, But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips, end quote. Those who choose the second choice don't understand why bad things happen to good people and do not realize that those bad things that happen make them stronger and better and that those tough trials purify them. James chapter 1 verse 2 Quote, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers' temptations. End quote. Psalms chapter 34 verse 19 Quote, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. End quote. Then comes the third choice of evil. And although some may not realize that they have chosen evil, choosing evil is as simple as not choosing life. Luke chapter 9 verse 50. Quote, and Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he that is not against us is for us." End quote. If you are not for Christ, you are against him. And all those fighting against Christ will lose. The end of that life is evil. Existing without Christ is not living. Now for the last of the four choices, death. This too is the choice resulting from not choosing life. Without the salvation of Christ, everything one does is worthless. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 14. Quote, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. End quote. Christ died taking your place so that you would not have to suffer an evil end, condemnation in death. 
Romans chapter 5, verse 8, quote, But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, end quote. And those four rivers watered the garden with the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life among all the other vegetation. And these four ways are set before us even to this day. So God placed Adam and his wife Eve inside the garden to manage the garden according to the discretion of the good things provided for them. Genesis chapter 2 verses 15 through 17, quote, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die." End quote. God gave Adam access to every tree and every green thing in the entire garden except for one. It was entirely up to Adam to manage the garden as he saw fit. Adam was in complete control. Although God knew that Adam would mess it all up, God intentionally gave Adam freedom in his choices. The tree of good and evil was the only thing Adam was restricted from eating. The only thing he was not to do was break the commandment of God. But for the sake of the illustration given earlier, simply put, do not go over the speed limit and you will not break the law. Because where there is no law, there is no transgressor of the law. Romans chapter 4 verse 15. Quote, because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression." End quote. But where there is a law, there also exists an opportunity to break the law. So when Christ came and dwelt among men, what did he do? He took us out from under the law by fulfilling the law, for the law had bound us. So Christ took us out from under the law of condemnation and death and put us under the law of liberty. Matthew chapter 5 verse 17 quote think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets I am not come to destroy but to fulfill end quote Romans chapter 6 verse 16 quote know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey his servants ye are to whom ye obey whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness end quote Simply because the law exists, you will also find transgression there. But this in no way makes the law evil. Romans chapter 7 verses 14 through 19, quote, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do." End quote. There is a need for the law because we are carnal and cannot help but transgress the law. Everyone is a sinner and fell short of the glory of God. However, now because of Christ, we are saved by grace. Romans chapter 3 verse 23, quote, 
for all have sinned and come short to the glory of God, end quote. So the law of God given unto Adam would have been unto him life, but it was the very same law of life that ended up being unto Adam's death. Romans chapter 7, verses 11 through 14, quote, For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid! But sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin." End quote. There Adam was in the garden of God, and with him was the law of God given to Adam that he would live and not die. However, the sensual nature of Adam allowed him the opportunity to break the commandment of God, thereby deceiving Adam and the transgression of the law slew him. So then as soon as God gave Adam that commandment, he had the opportunity to break it by disobeying the commandment. Everything that Adam had access to, every green thing was for meat. So he had the opportunity to manage it, keep it and do right by it. The choice was his to make. The word of God that you have heard and received with an open heart, to live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his face always upon you. And may he forever keep you in peace.